0: Today is October the 8th, 2020, and Darren and I are going into the book of Daniel. Daniel is the work of a lad of noble birth who rose to high positions of authority while in exile in Babylon. His ministry extended through the duration of the exile, covering the reigns of Nebuchadnezzar, Belshazzar. Darius and Cyrus the book details critical events during the reigns of these Babylonian Kings throughout his experiences Daniel remained true to God and his leading in his life key passages in the book of Daniel include special revelations about the future of human empires in the world and the promise of a Messiah who would bring lasting peace. Now we're going to turn over to the book of Daniel and read chapters 1 through 4.
1: Daniel chapter 1 In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord gave Jehoiakim king of Judah into his hand, along with some of the vessels of the house of God. And he brought them to the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and he brought the vessels into the treasury of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, the chief of his officials, to bring in some of the sons of Israel, including some of the royal family and of the nobles, youths in whom was no defect, who were good-looking, showing intelligence in every branch of wisdom endowed with understanding and discerning knowledge, and who had ability for serving in the king's court, and he ordered him to teach them the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. The king appointed for them a daily ration from the king's choice food and from the wine which he drank, and appointed that they should be educated three years at the end of which they were to enter the king's personal service. Now among them, from the sons of Judah, were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Then the commander of the officials assigned new names to them, and to Daniel he assigned the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah Shadrach, to Mishael Meshach, and to Azariah Abednego. But Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food, or with the wine which he drank so he sought permission from the commander of the officials, that he might not defile himself. Now God granted Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the commander of the officials. And the commander of the officials said to Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king who has appointed your food and your drink, for why should he see your faces look more haggard than the youths who are your own age? Then you would make me forfeit my head to the king. But Daniel said to the overseer, whom the commander of the officials had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for ten days and let us be given some vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be observed in your presence and the appearance of the youths who are eating the king's choice food. And deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter and tested them for ten days. At the end of the ten days, their appearance seemed better than they were, uh, and they were fatter than all the youths who had been eating the king's choice food. So the overseer continued to withhold their choice food and the wine they were to drink and kept giving them vegetables. As for these four youths, God gave them knowledge and intelligence in every branch of literature and wisdom. Daniel even understood all kinds of visions and dreams. Then at the end of the days, which the king had specified for presenting them, the commander of the officials presented them before Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and out of them all, not one was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, so they entered the king's personal service, As for every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king consulted them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and the conjurers who were in all his realm. And Daniel continued until the first year of Cyrus the king. Daniel chapter 2 Now in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams and his spirit was troubled. His sleep left him. Then the king gave orders to call the magicians, the conjurers, sorcerers, uh, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came in and stood before the king. The king said to them, I had a dream, and my spirit is anxious to understand the dream. Then the Chaldeans spoke to the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever. Tell the dream to your servants, and we will declare the interpretation. The king replied to the Chaldeans, The command from me is firm. If you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, you will be torn limb from limb, and your houses will be made a rubbish heap. But if you declare the dream and its interpretation, you will receive from me gifts and a reward and great honor. Therefore declare to me the dream and its interpretation. They answered a second time and said, Let the king tell the dream to his servants, and we will declare the interpretation. The king replied, I know for certain that you are bargaining for time inasmuch as you have seen that the command from me is firm, that if you do not make the dream known to me, there is only one decree for you, for you have agreed together to speak lying and corrupt words before me until the situation is changed. Therefore tell me the dream, that I may know that you can declare to me its interpretation. The Chaldeans answered the king and said, There is not a man on earth who could declare the matter for the king, inasmuch as no great king or ruler has ever asked anything like this of any magician, conjurer, or Chaldean. Moreover, the thing which the king demands is difficult, and there is no one else who could declare it to the king except gods, whose dwelling place is not with mortal flesh. Because of this, the king became indignant and very furious and gave orders to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain, and they looked for Daniel and his friends to kill him. Then Daniel replied with discretion and discernment to uh, Arioch, the captain of the king's bodyguard who had gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He said to Arioch, the king's commander, for, for what reason is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Arioch informed Daniel about the matter. So Daniel went in and requested of the king that he would give him time in order that he might declare the interpretation to the king. Then Daniel went to his house and informed his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah about the matter, so that they might request compassion from God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed God, blessed the God of heaven. Daniel said, Let the name of God be blessed forever and ever, for power, wisdom, and power belong to him. It is he who changes the times and the epochs. He removes kings and established kings. He gives wisdom to the wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness. And the light dwells with him. To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise, for you have given me wisdom and power. Even now you have made known to me what we requested of you, for you have made known to us the king's matter. Therefore Daniel went into Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and spoke to him as follows, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Take me into the king's presence, and I will declare the interpretation to the king. Then Arioch hurriedly brought Daniel into the king's presence and spoke to him as follows, I have found a man among the exiles from Judah who can make the interpretation known to the king. The king said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation? Daniel answered before the king and said, As for the mystery about which the king has inquired, neither wise men, conjurers, magicians, nor diviners are able to declare it to the king. However there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries and he is made known to the King Nebuchadnezzar what will take place in the latter days this was your dream and the visions in your mind while you were while you while on your bed as for you O oh king, while on your bed your thoughts turned to what would take place in the future and he who reveals mysteries was has made known to you what will take place but as for me this mystery has not been revealed to me for any wisdom residing in me more than in any other living man but for the purpose of making the interpretation known to the king and that you may understand the thoughts of your mind you O king were looking and behold there was a single great statue that statue which was large and of extraordinary splendor was standing in front of you, and its appearance was awesome. The head of that statue was made of fine gold, its breasts and its arms of silver, its belly and its thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You continued looking until a stone was cut out within ha- without hands, and it struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay and crushed them, then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed all at the same time and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away, so not a trace of them was found. But the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream. Now we will tell its interpretation before the king. You, O oh king, are the king of kings, of whom God of heaven has given the kingdom, the power, the strength, and the glory. And more. And wherever the sons of men dwell, or the beasts of the field, or the birds of the sky, he has given them into your hand. He has caused you to rule over them all. You are the head of gold. After you, After you there will arise another kingdom, inferior to you, then another kingdom of bronze, which will rule over all the earth. Then there will be a fourth kingdom as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron crushes and shatters all things. So like iron that breaks in pieces, it will crush and break all these in pieces, in that you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, and it will be divided, a divided kingdom, but it will have in it toughness of iron inasmuch as as you saw the iron mixed with the common clay. As the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of pottery, so the kingdom will be strong and part of it will be brittle. And in that you saw the iron mixed with the common clay, they will combine with one another the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, even as iron does not combine with pottery. In those days of those in the days of those kings the god of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed and that kingdom will not be left for another people it will crush and put to an end all these kingdoms but it will itself endure forever inasmuch as you saw that a stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and that the and that it crushed the iron the bronze and the clay the silver and the gold the great God has made known to the king what will take place in the future. So the dream is true, and its interpretation is trustworthy. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and did homage to Daniel, and gave orders to present him an offering of fragrant incense. The king answered Daniel and said, Surely your God is a God of gods, and a Lord of kings, and a a revealer of mysteries, since you have been able to reveal this mystery. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts, and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon, and chief uh, prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel made request of the king, and he appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, over the administration of the province of Babylon while Daniel was at the king's court. Daniel chapter 3 Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, the height of which was sixty cubits and its width six cubits, and he set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent word to assemble the satraps of prefects And the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges the magistrates and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up then the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the counselors the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates and all the rulers of the provinces were assembled for the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up and they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, To you the command is given, O peoples, nations, and men of every language, that at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the lyre, the trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had set the king has set up but whoever does not fall down in worship shall immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire therefore at that time when all the peoples heard the sound of the horn the flute the lyre the trigon psaltery bagpipe and all kinds of music all the peoples nations and men of every language fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had the king had set up for this reason at that time certain chaldeans came forward and brought charges against the jews they responded and said uh, to nebuchadnezzar king o king live forever you o king have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn the flute the lyre the trigon or trigon uh psaltery and bagpipe and all kinds of music is to fall down and worship the golden image But whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. There are certain uh, Jews whom you have appointed over the administration of the province of Babylon, namely Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have disregarded you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar in rage and anger gave orders to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, Then these men were brought before the king. Nebuchadnezzar responded and said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready, at the moment, you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trijon, psaltery, and bagpipe, And all kinds of music to fall down and worship the image that I have made. Very well. But if you do not worship, you will be immediately cast into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. And what God is there who can deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. If... It be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods, or worship the golden image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with wrath, and his facial expression was altered towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He answered by giving orders to heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. He commanded certain valiant warriors who were in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in order to cast them into the furnace of blazing fire. Then these men were tied up in their trousers, their coats, their caps, and other clothes, and were cast in the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. For this reason, because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace had been made extremely hot, the flame of the fire slew those men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire, still tied up. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astounded and stood up in haste. He said to his high officials, was it not three men we cast into the midst of the fire? They replied to the king, Certainly, O king. He said, Look, I see four men, loosed and walking about in the midst of the fire without harm, and like the, and the appearance of the fourth is like the son of God's. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near the, uh, to the door of the furnace of the blazing fire. He responded and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Come out. You servants of the Most High God, and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the midst of the fire. The satraps, the perfects, the governors, and the king's high officials gathered around and saw, in regard to these men, that fire had no effect on their bodies. Of these men, nor was the hair of their head singed, nor were their trousers damaged, nor had the smell of fire even come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar responded and said, "Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, for his he for who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who put their trust in him, violating the king's command, and yielded up their bodies so as not to serve or worship any God except their own God, therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or tongue that speaks anything offensive against." The God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb, and their houses reduced to a rubbish heap, inasmuch as there is no other God who is able to deliver in this way. Then the king caused Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to prosper in the province of Babylon. Daniel chapter 4 Nebuchadnezzar the king, To all the peoples, nations, men of every language that live in all the earth, may your peace abound it has seemed good to me to declare the signs and wonders which the most high god has done f- for me how great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation i nebuchadnezzar was at ease in my house and flourishing in my place and my palace i saw a dream And it made me fearful, and these fantasies, as I lay on my bed, and the visions in my mind kept alarming me. So I gave orders to bring into my presence all the wise men of Babylon, that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians and the conjurers, the Chaldeans, and the diviners came in, and I related the dream to them, but they could not make its interpretation known to me, But finally Daniel came in before me, whose name is Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is a spirit of the holy gods. And I related the dream to him, saying, O Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, since I know that a spirit of holy gods is in you, and no mystery baffles you, tell me the visions of my dream, which I have seen along with its interpretation." Now these were the visions in my mind as I lay on my bed. I was looking, and behold, there was a tree in the midst of the earth, and its height was great. The tree grew large and became strong, and its height reached to the sky, and it was uh, visible to the end of the whole earth. Its foliage was beautiful, and its fruit abundant, and in it was food for all the beasts of the field found uh, under uh, field found shade under it and the birds of the sky dwelt in its branches and all the living creatures fed themselves from it it was oh, uh, i was looking in the visions in my mind as i lay on my bed and behold an angelic watcher a holy one descended from heaven he shouted out and spoke as follows chop down the tree and cut off its branches Strip off its foliage and scatter its fruit. Let the beasts flee from under it and the birds from its branches. Yet leave the stump with its roots in the ground but with a band of iron and bronze around it in the new grass of the field and let him be drenched with the dew of heaven and let him share with the beasts in the grass of the earth. Let his mind be changed from that of a man and let his beast's mind be given to him and let seven periods of time pass over him this sentence is by the decree of the angelic watchers and the decision of a command of the holy ones in order that they that the living may know that the most high is ruler over the realm of mankind and bestows it on whom he wishes and sets over it the lowest lowliest of men this is the dream which I have, which I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have seen. Now, you, Belteshazzar, tell me its interpretation, inasmuch as none of these wise men of my kingdom is able to make known to me the interpretation, but you are able, for a spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, whose name is Belteshazzar, was appalled for a while as his thoughts alarmed him. The king responded and said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or its interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar replied, My lord, if only the dream applied to those who hate you and its interpretation to your adversaries. The tree that you saw, which became large and grew strong, whose height reached the sky and was visible to all the earth, And whose foliage was beautiful, and its fruit abundant, and in which was food for all under which the beasts of the field dwelt, and whose branches the birds of the sky lodged. Uh, It is you, O king, for you have become great and grown strong, and your majesty has become great and reached to the sky, and your dominion to the end of the earth. In that the king saw an angelic watcher, a holy one, descending from heaven, and saying, Chop down the tree, and destroy it, yet leave the stump with its roots in the ground, but with a band of iron, and bronze around it in the new grass of the field, and let him be drenched with the dew of heaven, and let him share with the beasts of the field, until seven periods of time pass over him. This is the interpretation, O King, and this is the decree of the Most High, which has come upon my Lord the King, that you be driven away from mankind, and your dwelling place will be with the beasts of the field, and you will be given grass to eat like cattle and be drenched with the dew of heaven, and seven periods of time will pass over you until you recognize that the Most High is ruler over the realm of mankind and bestows it on whomever he wishes. And in that it was commanded to leave the stump with the roots of the tree, your kingdom will be assured to you after you recognize that it is heaven that rules. Therefore, O king, may my advice be pleasing to you. Break away now from your sins by doing righteousness and from your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor in case there may be a prolonging Uh, of your prosperity all this happened to Nebuchadnezzar the king twelve months later he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon the king reflected and said is it not Babylon the great which which I myself have built as a royal residence by the might of my power and for the glory of my majesty while the word was in the king's mouth a voice came from heaven saying King Nebuchadnezzar To you, it is declared, sovereignty has been removed from you. And you will be driven away from mankind, and your dwelling place will be with the beasts of the field. You will be given grass to eat like cattle, and uh, and seven periods of time shall pass over you until you recognize that the Most High is ruler over the realm of mankind and bestows it on whomever he wishes. Immediately, the word concerning Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled, and he was driven away from mankind, and, being, uh, and began eating like, uh, eating grass like cattle. And his body was drenched with the dew of heaven, until his hair had grown like eagles' feathers and his nails like birds' claws. But at the end of that period, I Nebuchadnezzar raised my eyes toward heaven, and my reason turned to returned to me. And I blessed the Most High, and praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are are accounted as nothing. But he does according to his will in the host of heaven, and among the inhabitants of earth. And no one uh, can ward off his hand, or say to him, What have you done? At this time my reason returned to me and my majesty and splendor were restored to me for the glory of my kingdom and my counselors and my nobles began seeking me out. So I was reestablished in my sovereignty and surpassing greatness was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise, exalt, and honor the King of heaven for all his works are true and his ways just and he is able to humble those who walk in pride.